On the 167th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we recap Week 7 in the NFL, we talk about a bunch of players who have been a disappointment thus far in fantasy, we'll dive into Week 8, and as always, we'll give you our Boys of the Week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and what a week of football it was, both on and off the field. Um, first, like, huge trade, or big couple of trades. First, Christian McCaffrey gets traded to the 49ers, goes back home, and then, you know, plays plays decent for his first game on such short notice. I mean, he should be really good in their, uh, in their uh, power offense with that offensive line. And then Brees Hall goes down for the Jets, unfortunately, because we can't have nice things. And then podcast favorite, James Robinson, goes to the Jets for a six-round pick. So Everybody wins. Travis Etienne wins. James Robinson wins. (laughs) Except Brees Hall. Brees Hall doesn't win. Although he did have a really nice long touchdown run, so he won that. But uh, it really sucks. I mean, we were just talking him up on the podcast, you know, the week before. And uh, I feel like we jinxed the season. Naming him the number one running rookie running back for the rest of the season. Feel like we changed yeah. it. No, it's just the Jets, you know. Let's not okay. talk about. Let's not talk about Kenneth Walker now, then. Yeah, no, yeah, shh, please, everyone, be quiet about Kenneth Walker. <laughs> uh, but he looks really good too. I mean, obviously, uh, rookie running backs looking solid. Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously, like the James Robinson to the Jets. Hopefully their offensive line is still good, even though AVT is out for the season as well. Yeah, big loss. Um, yeah, I mean, it, uh, if you're a James Robinson, I want Jets and Giants to be good. Giants lost another three players on, yeah. on their road to another victory, uh, which is get it's getting ridiculous at this point how many people they have injured and they're still winning. But uh, yeah, Jets and Giants—they, they, you know, everybody's trying to hold us down, but it just isn't working. It is crazy yeah. that the uh, what the Giants have a have six wins and they are plus twenty. Pretty and pretty impressive, actually. It's very very difficult to do. Uh, well, plus, just every one of theirs is a comeback in a fourth quarter victory. Daniel Jones has like five come from behind game winning drives. I don't think anyone else has more than. Three or something like that. Yeah, they won by one point three. They lost by seven. Then they won by eight, five, four, and six. Pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. We'll see with Seattle. You know, I, I think this might be a down game, but you know, I can say that every week about the Giants. Oh, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it out this week with all their injuries and whatnot. Uh, and then they wind up doing it. So cautiously optimistic, but you know, lost Evan Neal to an MCL sprain. Lost another lineman to an MCL sprain, uh, and possibly Bellinger out to the year with a fractured eye. So that's probably their best weapon. So he, besides Barkley, best passing weapon. So he's gone for a while, maybe the years, but keep chugging along, I guess. We'll see, uh, what they have up their sleeves. Just more rushing with Daniel Jones, probably. Yeah. And I keep seeing weird reports, or I guess, I don't know, I don't know about reports, but like people saying that the, Giants to try and trade Saquon Barkley at the trade deadline. Like, I just, I don't get it. 
Like that'd be throwing up the white flag. I mean, you're you're six and one. I understand the contract and stuff like that, but you're six and one. Why are you trade? Like, why? I don't understand. You're looking to win. You're winning. What is that? A I, I think it's just. Um, I think it's just uh, you know something to feed the machine. Since McCaffrey got traded, you know they can now they have some they have like a a marker to see what Barkley might get, and it's just something to feed the machine. But you're right. I think it, it would be a really tough pill for uh, fans to swallow if he was traded. You know anything short of two first round picks. Uh, and then, you know, you might be upset at first and you're, then you might see like, um, all right, probably good in the long run. But it would be a tough pill for, for fans to swallow. And I, I don't think they're going to. No, and if McCaffrey didn't garner any first round picks, there's no way Barkley, who also in injury history, is garnering first round picks. No. And and McCaffrey's on a pretty friendly deal, right? For uh, yeah. a couple of years. And, and Barkley's a free agent, so it's really a rental and then you would have to pay him if you're going to spend that many picks and you got to give him a contract. Um, So I don't just don't see any situation where it really does happen. Um, And giants don't really have any money to go out and get anyone either. So I think this is their team. Uh, They probably franchise tag Barkley next year if they want it. I mean, yeah, franchise tag Barkley if they want to keep him and see if Daniel Jones does a team friendly contract. Yeah. Um, and see what happens, but you know, I mean, six and one—they're probably going to go on. They might lose a couple, a couple games because of their injuries. Uh, but if this team gets healthy by the end of the year, I mean, if Bellinger does come back, if Tony comes back, if Ojolari comes back, Neil comes back, uh, <laughs> Zimenez comes back, you know, they have—they're missing about. A, at least a quarter of all their starters right now, so they yeah it, yeah six and one and the help could be on the way in three to four weeks. So I think yeah it, it's uh it's a nice it's a nice and little the, break. And future. the stretch of games are definitely multiple winnable games. So I mean imagine you know being you know eight and two you know nine and two nine nine and three it's not out of the possible uh, realm of possibility. At that point in the NFC, nine wins probably going to get you a playoffs. You know? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah, nine to ten. Ten you're a lock. Ten you're you're automatically in. And you know, to get to with seven games, ten left. So they just they would have to go four and uh four and six the rest of the, they would have to to get to ten wins, they just have to be an under five hundred team. Yeah, I mean well right now a three and three record gets you uh in the playoffs in the NFC, so just saying. Well yeah, yeah in the in a shitty NFC South. Pretty shit. The Rams, and they still have Washington twice. They have the Eagles twice, of course, but, yeah. you know. No, it's, it's all they got winnable twice. games. They play the Texans. You know, they got some winnable games. Um, But, all right, let's, let's, let's continue. Let's not just, you know, I know it's a fun story, and it's actually a really good story that, that both the uh, New York teams are playing phenomenal football. Um, Actually, all three New York teams are playing phenomenal football. Um, Yeah. But let's, um, oh, we want, let's hey, go, go to the uh, shitty NFC South and how – Brady, well, talk about old quarterbacks. Brady, Rodgers, looking shot, still playing. Matt Rodgers is shot, and he got benched. All right, well, Matt Ryan, wait, Matt Ryan doesn't play in the NFC South anymore. Well, he um, used to, but so. I was just talking about I, went, I, tra- I transitioned to old quarterbacks. Okay, that was a quick like shit. That was a very quick transition. 
Um, but yeah, uh, Rodgers and Brady are not startable quarterbacks in fantasy at this point. I mean, the, the Packers, Heineke put up more passing yards than Rodgers. They couldn't score anything. Uh, but the all game, I mean, it was the defense that scored this uh, a pick six off of Heineke. Uh, he looks lost. I mean, he doesn't look lost. I mean, just his the rest of his team looks lost. Brady doesn't look like he could throw at anybody except for that one beautiful pass to Mike Evans that he dropped uh, early on in the game. Other than that, like, all of Tampa Bay just looks like they're not in sync. They're not, like, nothing is, like, meshing right. I don't know. Looks real bad for uh, for Brady and Rodgers. And, yeah, and obviously Matt Ryan is wasn't really probably, probably really weren't starting him unless he was, you know, bye weeks. Two, but, two QB league. Yeah, two QB bye weeks, and but... Now no more, because he has been benched for the season. They're paying him a lot of money this year and next, I believe, to be uh, sitting on the bench. Yeah, which is crazy for Matt Ryan, because everyone, I mean, we liked it too, but everyone preseason was like, oh, this should be a good fit. They, you know, Pittman and Taylor and, you know, that good offensive line should be able to step right in and, you know, contend for the AFC South, at least. Yeah, but, Looks like it's going to be weeks. the Titans' division to win uh, again. Um, the real. So are you are are they droppable, Rogers or Brady? I mean, well, more QB leagues probably. Yeah, let's let's talk one. QB if league. you have small like small benches, right? Then yeah, if you could find the spot to just look. Hold on to, I mean, let's say Rodgers, because maybe there's help on the way, right? We're still waiting for the, the trade deadline. I was thinking about it. There are some wide receivers out there with names that, you know, attached to being traded, like Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy, Chase Claypool. Chase K- Claypool. Like, if they can get a Brandon Cooks, right? Solid hands, great route runner, you know, good for the team, older veteran. Uh, I think that would help Rodgers immensely. So, like, I think if you could hold on to them, through the trade deadline, do it. See what see what happens. At least for Rodgers, I don't know about Brady. I I think Brady's shot. Yeah, I mean the thing about the Buccaneers too is their offensive line is not good, and they have no running game. Leonard Fournette has been a disappointment the past couple weeks. Well, no, 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 just last week in uh, fantasy, and I can't you can't blame Fournette when he's dancing in the backfield before uh, anyone you know has any chance to do anything. It's it's, it's the offensive line. And we knew that. Yeah, once they lost Jet, we said in the preseason, once they lost Jensen for the year, we, we were all kind of out. Well, at least I, I was kind of out on just... And we were kind of in the middle, both right, where I was out on Fournette as a rusher and you were still in on him as a fantasy asset, which turns out to be true because he, Brady just throws to him because that's really all he trusts. Uh it's wild to think how good those weapons are, and and they can't do anything with them because, yeah. you know, Brady can't he has no, he can't create any more time. He's incapable of doing that at forty five years old. That's fine. I mean, I think we should, we all knew that, uh, but you know, if he can't create any time, then he can't use his downfield target. So, it just makes him useless. Like it's yeah. I, any scrambling quarterback would probably have a fine time in that offense with the weapons they have. Mm-hmm. They just happen to have the best pocket passer in the history of football on an offense that 
can't create a two second clean pocket. Um, which, you know, makes me think how amazing he would be if he actually did get to go to Miami. Yeah. Right. Oh man. What would that team look like? Um, but yeah, so I, what Brady's droppable, right? I think at this point, probably. Yeah. yeah. But for me, I still hold on to Rodgers to the trade deadline. I'm I'm hoping to see the Packers are buying a wide receiver, especially with uh, what Cobb now out for a few weeks, and like everyone just seems to be out and, and not playing well. And even even said like, if you don't play well, you should be benched. You shouldn't be playing. If you make mistakes, you should be benched. So he's frustrated. I think they're gonna get him a wide receiver. They have to. It would be the first time in that team's history where they uh, that since he's been there where they got him a wide receiver. You know. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. When was Adams drafted? I feel like he was the closest thing to them getting him a wide receiver. I guess Christian Watson was supposed to be their answer. Yeah. They picked like the guy who uh, wasn't really experienced. He was just like the 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 downfield straight line target. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. They, that was a weird draft selection. And but. he and he was hurt last week too, so he wasn't playing. Um, just yeah. not not good things in there. So yeah, old old quarterbacks not looking great. Um, and Dobbs, like no catches. Real. No catches. Yeah, he really shit on the field. I mean, the, the entire. I mean, besides Aaron Jones, everyone else shit on everyone on Green Bay shit on that field. Everybody, it was yeah. Well, AJ Dillon, by the way, also droppable at this point. I think droppable. Yeah. What the fuck, right? Twenty like, points. Twenty a points. Surprising one with a lot of people predicting him to be um, quite pop, like their sneak RB one, like the guy who might sneak into RB one territory before the season started. Oh, people would, were blinded by the by the quads. Yeah, yeah I mean, they really were. Yeah, I'm, just a good. They thought it was just going to be a good off. I can't blame him for thinking he's going to be a good offense. But again, not only has he not scored ten points since week one, he is now struggling to get to five. To points. five. <laughs> just, he's uh, been really hard getting to five. So there's yeah, there's really no at this point. He's like uh, have same thing as having what? And you know, probably would be better to have Burkhead on your uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> god. Yeah, at least you wouldn't be tempted to play him. Uh, I try to trade him instead of dropping him. There's probably some. There's probably some. Uh, you know, fancy manager out there that thinks he could rehab him. Thinks, uh, you know, he could change AJ Dillon yeah. and the Green Bay defense or, and the or, Green Bay offense. Or, or maybe someone who has Jones and like get him as like a handcuff. You know, like trade him to like someone who could handcuff him. I don't know. It's it's really sad. It's a sad state for AJ Dillon. Uh, yeah. Um, the biggest disappointments of the year because it has nothing to do with injuries. I was, and, you know, he might rank number one, to be honest with you. Well, Him I, or Najee Harris, maybe. I don't know. I have two names for you um, that are, well, one high, way more of a disappointment right now than the other, but both on the same team. Uh, Kyle What's Pitts. Kyle, Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Um, oh, Kyle Pitts. No, not Drake London because he was not drafted high. No, that's why, well, that's why I said one way more than the other. But, yeah. but he had two games where it looked like he was starting to put it together. And this is of no fault of his own. Um, I have up Mariota's stats for the past few weeks. Uh, 124 yards passing, 229, 147, 139, with 19 attempts, 14 attempts, 13 attempts, and 25 attempts. Um, you can't do anything with that. What are you doing? I mean, th- these you're not getting Kyle Pitts the ball. I-, I don't understand it. He's supposed to be, what they say, a generational tight end. Like... The next, like, Tony Gonzalez, he ain't doing shit. Like, yeah. he is, they, they have literally put, um, like, 
like one of the things on the on the tires, like for a car, when they uh, when the boot, they put a boot on them, and that's it. They 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 don't let them do anything. It's upsetting. So I don't know what you do with Kyle Pitts. You can't play him, right? You just keep getting zero. You keep getting like two points uh, a game. Yeah, Not starting uh. Bellinger over him, but you know that eye rake, which wasn't a t- which wasn't a flag for some reason. You could just Mm-mm. you could uh, you could almost rip out somebody's eye, which as I almost felt came out. And uh, not have a flag, but that's okay. Uh, we're not salty about that because they want. But it goes to show, uh, yes, uh, you don't play Kyle Pitts for the foreseeable future. He had three three receptions for nine yards. Drake London had one for nine yards. So like, on, but, it, but again, on the opposite side, play Hayden Hurst six for forty eight. At least he's getting you ten points. I um. There was a trade off, a, a Kittle for Pitts trade offer earlier in the year. That's looking bad as a as a trade turned down. Um, between yes, D and Rupel, even though Rupel somehow got Kittle from D anyway, because Rupel got revived his team just by feeding off people. It's, it's so annoying. He didn't it's give up. Any, never, it's never any gonna be off players. me. What's up? It's never gonna be off me though. No, I. Why people trade with him, it, it blows my mind. But he somehow turned uh, McKenzie. Um, I went back and I saw that. I saw that McKenzie, Moore, Mooney, and um, and God Gibson into Olive, Lazard, and Kittle. Yeah, and I, I don't know what people are thinking. What the fuck? I saw that trade uh, with McKenzie and uh, uh, Moore, and I'm like, what the. Fuck? Fuck. Like, what a terrible trade. At the time, Kittle had not scored anything the entire season. Yeah, but Olave um, was on that, wasn't it? Wasn't Olave a part of that trade? No, no. That was with D. That was that, that was that was right after McKenzie had two good games. And you were singing his praises. Yeah, you but not against okay, McKenzie. yeah, but not against Olave. No, no, not Olave. It was McKenzie and uh Egypt and um and Elijah, Elijah Moore oh. for Kittle. Oh, yeah. But still, but the tight end is so fucking rare, like, to have one that can actually produce. Yeah. Like, you can't I think be... Because she had, she had Higby, and Higby was on, like, three 15-point games in a row. So it was, like, cut bait with the one that's not doing anything. But, you know, Kittle always finds it if he's healthy. He'll probably get injured eventually. Who knows? All I know is that, you know... And he still has pits on his team, so you can trade him if you wanted to. Not going to get anything. I just wish I could make trades like that and people actually accept them. I don't do it anymore because people don't mean to toot my own horn, but I've been to the uh, finals too many times where people just think I'm not going to be fair. So I I try to stay as fair as possible. I I offered Pete a trade before the games this week that he uh, really was not happy about turning down. Uh, I offered him. I know Njoku got injured, so but you know probably two. He's probably gonna miss the next game in the bye and then be back, is what it seems like. Because mm. uh, he said he's fine. He just but they're gonna be cautious with him. But I offered him, and he was killing it before getting injured. Um, Njoku and Kenneth Walker for uh, Mark Andrews and Ceh, and he turned it down. Then the next day they said Ceh is no longer the starter. Oh. And- Oh my god, I would have taken Kenneth Walker in a fucking heartbeat. I thought it was a very fair trade because I was taking um, the second to first best tight end 
and getting at the time I thought was like a borderline running back too. And I was giving him what I thought was a top 10 running back and a, a very, very startable tight end. I thought it was a very even trade. And then the CEH news came down and, and uh, Andrews isn't going to do a goose egg every week, oh. but like Njoku like has been getting about, he's been a he's top been like a, a 12 to 15 point tight end. Which yeah. Is like an you, you should be thanking, thanking Pete. He didn't accept that trade. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy about it. Um, and they, uh, we talked after the game. I was like, Kenneth Walker's not on the training block. Like, I think <laughs> now, I think right now he's a top five fantasy asset, and I would not yeah hold him for anything. I think I I rather trade McCaffrey because I don't know what that offense is going to be. I, I know that Seattle loves to run the ball, uh, and always has good running schemes. I know San San Francisco does too, but they have so many weapons. Just seeing what uh, Kenneth Walker has done these past two weeks, the the the, the runs that he's, he's broken off have been just spectacular. Like he yeah. just looks not only like powerful but elusive. I'd probably put him right just behind um, Barkley, Eckler, Jefferson, Jacobs. Cup, Josh Jacobs. Ja- yeah, I shouldn't have had a Josh Jacobs. I don't know uh, when the other shoe's gonna drop. On uh, I know, Jacobs. but man, it's three weeks in a row, thirty plus points. Yeah, it's insane. Maybe not Jacobs then. I mean, there's a whole... I mean, if we want to hash this out now, I have like Barkley Cup, Jefferson, Jacobs, Walker, Eckler, McCaffrey, Kelsey probably in my top mm. 10. Let's see. Let's let's think of two more to, really to, to... Fill, <laughs> fill that in. What'd you say? No, you're really trying Chubb? to like fill... Oh, Tyreek Hill. You think Hill? I think Definitely Hill. Chubb. Mm. Uh, probably Chubb. I think but, Hill. And Hill, yeah, that's top. That's a top ten right there. I Maybe mean, Devontae Adams instead of Hill. Yeah, I mean they've both been pretty solid. I don't know. I mean it's. I don't know why we don't. Why we need to do this? Uh, it's not. But, but yeah, okay. But we anyway, just, we just know Walker is up there. Like Walker is right there. is entrenched yes, himself. Avoided trading him. Knock on yes. wood. Grateful. That we don't talk ourselves out of it. Do you want to go down disappointment alley, or do we talk about more news? Uh, you were you were getting at your most disappointed player. Um, I mean, we we can definitely get, talk about more you know disappointments and like what do we do with them and are they worth keeping? Um, I mean, do you guys have any others? I mean, I just had Pitts in uh, London off the top of my head. Obviously, we talked about Rogers and Brady and Ryan and. Well, James Robinson was going to be on mine because it looked like he was about to get completely replaced. So yeah, but he he, he was on there. I mean, he had started off strong with three great weeks, and then it was like five, 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 five. I would, um, I'd say the most curious one is Najee Harris because he's yep. still a three-down back that you use a first-round draft pick on. He doesn't seem capable of getting more than twelve points, which is unfortunate. No, 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 no receptions this year. Like it was, you yeah. Know? And I don't think Kenny Pickett is a is that kind of quarterback. No. So unless they, unless Pickett isn't going to play, which it looks like they're probably just going to ride the season out with him, see what they have, um, and then just draft a quarterback next year if he sucks. I don't know what to do with him. I mean, he's fine as an RB two. You didn't draft him as that. No, you drafted him. Most people drafted him nine or ten overall. Like, yeah, I think I try to get somebody that's been performing well 
and people just don't view them like that yet and just try to get value from him like straight up for an etn or um straight up for i don't know but but something along that name those lines if you could get maybe like a wide receiver two for him it's gonna be like tough. A, a waddle from a it's gonna be re- i mean maybe a waddle. i mean look it, through seven games he has 18 receptions this year like that that is nuts considering he had um 74 receptions last year like that 94 targets now he has 22 like yeah. it's not even I, I think Kenny Pickett would rather run it than dump it off he likes to play the Baker Mayfield hero ball oh god is this our least favorite type of quarterback the quarterback that's like really not that athletic but they were kind of athletic in college mm-hmm and now they just like refuse to get the ball out of their hands. Is that it's, is it's that, like a really frustrating quarterback? Is that also what I, I think sometimes we see with like I know we got benched, but like Mac Jones, like he does that shit too sometimes. Like I I don't think that he has that ability as well. But you see him like making these like runs that he just probably shouldn't be doing. Like maybe I don't know. Well, might I mean the originator is Carson Wentz, but <laughs> he got hurt, and Tyler Heineck, he's probably going to start this season. Hey, and Heineke might be a big upgrade for uh, Scary Terry. I mean, so it, it couldn't get any worse. And he had a great, you know, he had his best game of the season uh, this past week, 73 yards and a touchdown. So might be might be looking up for McLaurin. I was going to put him on the list of being a big disappointment so far, but uh, I think he's up there as uh, as being, well, um, you know, I think uh, maybe a second half, maybe a player you target. You know? Would you trade Najee Harris for him? I think I'd go. For, I think I might. I mean, depending on what my running back situation looks like, because if I had like Ramondre Stevenson and like I don't know, maybe even James Robinson, if I had those two running backs, I would consider trading Najee Harris for a McLaurin. You probably can get more than just McLaurin too. Right? Yeah, for you can, sure. You can probably convince someone to get for, uh, more from McLaurin. Yeah, you could probably get McLaurin at a very like low thought of running back. Yeah. That. Still is a third down bat, three down, like a Daryl Henderson or something. Like at least somebody you could throw out there on the worst of days. <laughs> a Damian Harris, I don't know. Um, another disappointment, though. Speaking of uh, we were talking about tight ends before, was a uh, Darren Waller. Um, he was drafted as what the number three, number four tight end, depending. My dog just know where she's going. Oh um, yeah. Completely. Um, you know, I know he's been he's getting hurt, but like other than that. Massive disappointment this year for what people were thinking could be a number three tight end. Um, just sucks. Yeah, it was kind of trending that way with Darren Waller, though. I had he... him low. I had him lower. I mean, I had him at like six, five or six. Maybe, actually, I think I had him at six this year. I I just didn't trust it. Um, I don't think I don't. He's not droppable. I think you hold on to him, but you know, even when he's healthy, at this point, I'm not playing him. You know who I'm I'm targeting coming out of his bye? Uh James Cook because of the uh because of the Thomas Lyons bump. The time Thomas Lyons uh running back draft bump. This guy Tom in our league drafted Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne, 
James Cook. Oh like God. these were all of his draft picks. Uh, and Saquon Barkley. He drafted like five of his first seven picks were running backs, and those were all the running backs. And they all have hit except for James Cook so far. Um, obviously, uh, there's some injury um, instances with Brees Hall. But, um, yeah. Uh, oh, and he drafted Damian Pierce. Uh, oh, my so God. Those, he, he drafted those six running backs. Yeah, he went running back, real, real running back heavy, drafted those six. He has since traded Pierce. Bad trade. I dropped Walker. Tough. Brees Hall got injured. Whoa. But he still has ETN Cook and uh, Barkley. But it's like, is that is that probably the greatest draft ever if he played it right? Like, if he traded at the right time and all that stuff. That's a, that's yeah. just a... And Jamar Chase was the one receiver he drafted. He could have he turned that into so much better. Like, yeah. if he just waited on Walker and... And like, Pierce. And Pierce, yeah. He could have... Pierce was only, like, two weeks, though. You had to wait. Yeah, he traded him. He he kind of um, panicked that he didn't have another wide receiver. It's Devonta Smith. It's not the worst wide receiver too in the world. But he panicked because Jamar Chase kind of had a slow start the first two mm. weeks, and he unloaded him for uh, Allen Robinson. And then ever since then, oh, God. Pierce has yeah, Pierce has gotten over twenty points a game. Oh God! Uh, what a tr- oh and then God! When he when he needed to pick up somebody in a bye week, the one person he decided to drop was. Kenneth Walker and instead of, mm. you know, James Cook or anybody else. So it's just been and then Brees Hall gets injured for the year. So like uh but it makes me think James Cook is gonna blow up because every other running back did. So Thomas a of time. The, the problem is Buffalo. That situation is just horrid horrendous for uh for running backs. Yeah, know? but can do they can Buffalo really ruin the Thomas Lyons bump? Like, is that possible? I don't know. There's too much momentum going that way. We shall find out. Um, uh, <laughs> what else do we have uh, uh, in this week? I mean, what, any other disappointments so far in this season? Or do we have uh, it? I mean, besides Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, this is more for injury, but Bateman and Allen were two guys I targeted a bunch because yeah. I thought they were going to break out and they've Played four games combined, maybe I think, and they're gonna need Keenan Allen more than ever now with Mike Williams now being out for a while. So yeah, that was my uh, a segue to DK Metcalf what? and Mike Williams. And that's out. right, yeah. What if? What if? Yeah, that's injury. What about a non-injury one? Also, sorry, Diggs for not putting you in my top ten. Just thought about that. We keep forgetting Diggs every week. Mm. I don't know why. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. right. There you go. Drop out and Harry Hill putting step on Diggs. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Now we have a perfect time. <laughs> um, what about Lamar Jackson? Only because started off, uh, looks like, you know. Red hot. Like, yeah, it looked like the MVP um, for the first two weeks. And you're like, fuck yeah. I think I just got Lamar Jackson uh, of three years. I think I just yeah. got the second MVP season. Really killed it with this pick. And then, you know, ever since those three weeks, he hasn't gotten to 20 points. So, yeah, he starts out 26, 49, 47, and this is in six six points for a touchdown league. So, a little generous. But then he's gone 15, 16, 18, 10. So, last four games Ugh. hasn't hit the 20 mark. Yeah, yeah it's... Which makes it even that much more, uh, you know, yeah. Those so, like, I mean, he's, he's still ranked as a top five player in all of fantasy because of those first, first three yeah. weeks. But... Um, 
He yeah. got really disappointing last four weeks. Putting up uh, Trevor Lawrence type numbers or you know Davis Mills type numbers like for fantasy, and that's not what you want out of a quarterback that you've drafted probably in the first six rounds, uh, seven rounds. So yeah, no, I mean, look, it's disappointing, but I, I have faith in in Jackson and that team. So like, I'm not I'm not too worried. I think I think they'll find their way, and the fact that you know he could put up those forty point games. Is is good. It's not like a, you know, Brady where he just hasn't done it. Like you just you just don't see it, you know. Like we still see it from Jackson. So I'm not I'm not too concerned. Has Kamara scored a touchdown yet? No, no. They all go to Tyree Kill. And Tyree Kill, Jesus, got Taysom Hill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Kamara will does not score touchdowns. It is um, it's it's. Insane. I mean, he's picked it up a bit of weight. Like he like the first. Was it four weeks or so? He was pretty, uh, pretty disappointing. I mean, he's picked up, gotten yards, but no touchdowns. The usage definitely has stepped it up. But the moment they get into the ten, it's like Taysom Hill right there. It's all Taysom Hill, or uh, just anyone not named Alvin Kamara. They they really hate him there. Uh, I'm just hoping if Michael Thomas ever comes back, it's him again in the uh, red zone. I mean, yeah, it might be um, if. For some reason, he can't get his. T- I mean, the, you know, people keep mentioning that Brian Robinson was shot twice, comes back in uh, in six weeks, and Michael Thomas can't get a toe injury, can't get over a toe injury. So, what, yeah, what is what is happening? Like, can and we're not getting any further explanations from Michael from the Michael Thomas camp from the Saints camp on. Just not practicing. It's just and but it's just been. They don't say it. it's like they're not like oh it's turf toe, it's a broken toe, it's whatever. He's like toe, toe, just toe. Oh, toe, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. It's it's very strange. I don't think anyone does. It's very strange. Um, also, but, I would say this is a disappointment for you, Anthony, not for us, just because we kind of uh, predicted it, but James Conner. Mm. Well, he was hurt. He's but been, still. He's been hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? One game? Two games. But even, all right. And he actually got hurt so, uh, in the other game, so like technically it's like two and a half games. So very, I mean, for as high as people were ranking him, very disappointing. I don't think he scored above ten points. Has he what? I don't, has he scored above ten points? I mean, I'd have to assume. I'm gonna check his stats really quickly. Um, I don't own him in any league because I never got a chance to. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah he scored ten points. Not not much more than ten points, but yeah, he's gotten he's gotten ten points. He only scored a. The problem is he only has one touchdown. And that was in uh, week one, so that was. Uh, That's what happens with the touchdown streaky guys, like we said. Yeah, but is he is he going to be the starter when he comes back? No, uh, I mean he's definitely not not going to be full time. No, you know Benjamin looked good last week, so I don't think uh, it's going to be rough. To be honest, it's going to be tough. Kyler Murray's doing a lot more running. Um, that's actually a good segue into DeAndre Hopkins immediately coming back and being the absolute target monster, ruining everyone mm-hmm. else's uh, fantasy value for receptions. Literally ruined everyone. Like, Rondell Moore catches one pass for 30-something yards, and they're like, nope, that's good, you're done. It's all DeAndre Hopkins. Hit the shower. Get some water. Yeah. It, it was, what was it? Uh, yeah, what do you have, like 15? It was... 15 targets? Oh, I have right here. 14 targets. He had 10 receptions for 103 yards. I still think Marquise Brown is is going to be well targeted when he gets back, seeing as they're college buds. And 
We'll see. I mean, look, it could be. It, well, Tyler Murray's that kind of guy, though. He's gonna throw to his fucking like Call of Duty. There's his boys. Yeah, the guy who played video games with him in the dorm room. Like, he's not gonna not throw to him. And Marquise Brown was probably a, a low end. He probably was a top twelve wide receiver before getting injured. I mean, it'd be it's going to be interesting to see the uh, target share when Hollywood Brown gets back, and you have Hopkins, Brown, Moore, Ertz. And then, you know, Benjamin, you're catching the uh, ball out of the backfield, then uh, possibly James Conner, who knows. But and you know, now you have Robbie Anderson with one target uh, huh. last game. So uh, who know? I don't know why they got Robbie Anderson. Uh, uh, they like having a deep threat is all I could think I, of. And I, they lost their deep threat. I guess. Um, he's just because he's useless on that team. I don't know. He, I don't know why he's going to, like, I don't know what's the difference between Carolina and Arizona at this point for him. At least he was seeing the field. Once Marquise Brown comes back, he's not going to see the field that much. Yeah, and you you went from one dysfunctional team to like, is this the second most dysfunctional team after Seattle? Is this a group of people that hate each other, the second most in the league, or maybe is that the Packers or the it, or I don't want to blame the Packers or Tampa Bay just because they have moody old quarterbacks, and you know they need their naps, they're old. Uh, <laughs> It's definitely one of the top five most dysfunctional teams. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't even know when. I mean, is Hollywood Brown coming back in the next like four weeks? Five? I don't even know what. I think he's out six. Six weeks. weeks. Oh, so, so it's been, so it's gonna be a while before. Uh, I don't know. That's a lot of time for him and DeAndre Hopkins to really like uh, spend a lot of alone time together. You know, get those one-on-one dates to really get that relationship back on track like they had uh, in previous seasons. That team is so fucked. I feel like. <laughs> like they should have never signed Kyler to a long-term contract. I don't know what Cliff Kingsbury is doing over there to continue to have the faith of the uh, of the owner. Maybe it's his looks. I don't know. Uh, but that team, I think, is like fucked for the long run because I think they really blew it this last couple of years. I think he'll he'll you know I don't think the team's going anywhere, but. You know, I mean, they only are a half a game out of a playoff spot. But I don't think they're making the playoffs. And I think he'll save his job this year. I think, But if that shit happens early on next year where they just start playing like trash and there's dysfunction, Kingsbury's out. And I think, you know, they're going to... Uh, they've already invested in Kyler, right, with the money and the years. So he's not going anywhere. It's Kingsbury that would be left out. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't be happy that Kyler's my um, my quarterback for a long time, but that seems to be what it is. I mean, he does have talent. Who knows? Maybe he'll grow up sure. and figure it out. Yeah, I'm just not sure, like, if he wants to... I don't know. I mean, people could say, like, oh, we got to stop questioning Kyler Murray, but if everyone is going to say that he has bad... Uh, you know, body language, and he doesn't seem like he wants to get better. Who am I to, you know, trample on the thoughts of all these <laughs> professionals? Oh, and one more, if you want to do a, a disappointment. Uh, for, I would say moderate disappointment. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, for where he was drafted. You know? He, have, uh, he did have two good games in a row with, like, 87, 97 yards and a, two, and a touchdown in each game. But other than that... That. You know, four receptions, five receptions, two receptions. You know, like, hasn't hit 100 yards yet. Yeah, but backup quarterback almost the entire season. And um, 
he had some games. But still a I disappointment, think. though. Like, I, as wait, he's your number one wide receiver if you drafted him, most likely. Like, unless you went, you know, Jefferson or Cup in the first round, you and wrapped around and got CD Lamb somehow. You know, like it's he's most likely your number one wide receiver. Sure. I mean, he hasn't had a huge game yet, but he's been semi-consistent. 11 points last week, you know, 11.8. Semi-consistent. 10 points. Yeah, no consistent, but not consistent, but not. No duds in a couple games over 20. Mm. So it's like, it's he's in the could-be-worse category. I know, but I, I still see it. If he's my wide receiver one. Could be one, better, too. If, I'm in my, if he's my wide receiver one, I'm he's just one I'm The first game of the season, which was a bad game for everybody. Yeah, well, Dak went down. They had no idea what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> uh, it look, I just I see him as a disappointment as my as and I had him ranked higher. I, I thought he was going to really break out. Hopefully, second half of the season with Dak back, it happens. Well, you know, can't canceling the one game, the first game, 15, 22, 22, 10, 12, 11. Not the sexiest stuff, but you know, that's. <laughs> That's Debo territory of what he's done this season too, and we're not like, you know, maybe Debo got drafted probably a little later than him, but uh, that's probably around what Debo's put up as well this year. Them some um, Christian Kirk numbers, my friend. <laughs> Christian Kirk's been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he does. He's I competing know. with Zay Jones, yeah. uh, not you know Kittle Ayuk and. Uh, <laughs> I know. Look, I'm just messing. But I, look, it is like I said. It's still it's for me. I'm hoping uh, gets better. Um, and he, you know, maybe target him. People are upset. Maybe people are a little nervous. Target him. Yeah, I go after Lamb with Dak back. Um, drop? Do you drop Gallup? Do you look at Noah Brown again? Or are we just saying that's a fucked up situation where they're gonna just go between Gallup and Brown every other game? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't trust. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's it's gonna be weird. Although I do think as long as he's healthy, Dalton Schultz is going to start getting more targets a game too. So I think it's gonna really be uh, C.D. Lamb, Schultz, and like you said, the, the mess up of Brown and Gallup. I don't. I don't yeah. trust either. You of just those. have to guess guess the right one. And I like. Um, yeah, I like. Tar- I like picking Schultz back up, targeting him. Um, speaking of the Brown Gallup thing, going in between between uh, which one's the right one? We used to say that about like. We, I mean, I think we liked all of the uh, Bengals wide receivers, but now I think you know, on top of Higgins and and Chase Boyd is a every week starter. Now that they've completely moved to the. Shotgun spread the entire game. <laughs> they're not, not going to do it. They've, they, you know, this is what brought them to the Super Bowl last year. They switched after the bye week. They did this, and they became a great team. For some reason, they start this season going, we'll just go back to a more traditional offense. You know, this is unsustainable. We can't play this same. We can't play the same formation every snap, every game. This NFL defenses are going to figure this out. They tried to be better versions of themselves. Didn't work again. And they've now went right back to just, all right, Burrow, throw it 60 times a game. Fuck it. <laughs> like, that's clearly what we're good at. I like so, it. I so like it. Throw it as much as possible and get 400 yards every game. And guess who's getting those yards? Higgins, Boyd, and Chase. And it's great to see that, uh, you know, like Boyd getting back into it. Uh, the 
all the all the coverage obviously going to be on Chase and Higgins and Boyd just finds himself with you know yeah. a lesser defender on him making really good moves and get, getting a lot getting open a lot. So and it's also good for Mixon because you're going to get more goal line carries and you're also going to get more up tempo little wheel routes and shit. And look, if they couldn't run the ball before, then it, it's not like running it less in a traditional offense is really going to hurt them since they weren't running it well anyway. So now they could just Leonard Fournette his ass and, and target him more and stuff. And their next, yes, next few slated games aren't too bad. You know, Cleveland, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Kansas City, Cleveland. Like, they're just going to, a lot of those teams, they could just chuck it. Yeah, Cleveland's a terrible defense. Cleveland, Especially Cleveland. You could like chuck it. it on Cleveland. Uh, you could pretty much. I mean, Carolina's not great. I mean, obviously they allowed. They're probably top half. The Brady, the Brady, uh, the the Buccaneers thing. That's insane. Um, Pittsburgh can't stop shit. Uh, Tennessee <laughs> is like middle of the road. Kansas City is another team that's just you know you're gonna put up at least twenty. You're gonna be throwing the ball because they're gonna put up points. So it's yeah, a lot, a lot of good points going around uh, in Cincinnati going forward. And yeah, Boyd, yeah, up there. I'm happy our boy's back into the every week yes. play him conversation. You know, he took a couple of years off, and now he's he's uh, he's back. It's nice to see. It, it's a, little, a boy rejuvenation this year. Yeah, he just took a little, uh, just took a little rumspringer, <laughs> and now he's back with his uh, with his family. Didn't we have another boy rejuvenation this year? Or am I, <laughs> uh, am I going crazy? I feel like there was another. Long-time boy that, like, found himself back in uh, fantasy, you know, good graces. Oh, I can't. Who would be the boy? I, there's so many boys I can't think of one off the top of my head. Well, let's keep going. I'll yeah. yell it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, we want to move on to the next. Uh, to the, to yeah, the let's game. go on to the games. And let's start with the only game between two teams with winning records this week. Oh, God. I'm talking about, of course, the Giants and the Seahawks. <laughs> Best game of the week. Oh, man. So the Giants are going to win by what, like three points? Two points? What is it going to be? This It's insane. Yeah, so, I mean, this is either, I don't know, either the Giants squeak one out or the Seahawks blow them out. The, the Seahawks don't win a close one, I feel like. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't bet on this game. I just wouldn't do that for sure. Uh, but it's the best game of the week. I mean... Probably two of the most fun teams this year. It seems like Giants somehow. It's like the rare New York team that's a that's a national fan favorite, and it's mostly just because Dable's like a a fun looking guy. Like he's a bowling ball of a person yeah. who just like has unlimited energy. So it's it's kind of like a Rex Ryan effect, where like I think nationally a lot of people liked the Jets when Rex Ryan was coached because they were just a fun energy team. Um. And then Seahawks, because they dumped Wilson, who now everybody hates. <laughs> and uh, Gino is uh, just like sweet, sweet Gino. Everybody, everybody seems to love Gino. So it, these two, the two national sweetheart teams going against each other. Um, I mean, are there any? Do you play Lockett in this game? That's, I mean, besides the obvious, like Daniel Jones, just for his running, Saquon, obviously Kenneth Walker, and. Like Gino, yeah, man, you definitely play Lockett. Yeah, for D- sure. Um, DK's not playing, so I don't think he's. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's not playing. Nice out, yeah. So 
the Lockett's going to see a ton of targets. Whether he catches them or not, I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, seeing upwards of, you know, eight to ten targets this game for Lockett. Yeah, I, I think the Giants have a, a pretty high-ranked pass defense, uh, but that was before Jacksonville. They got shredded by Jet. Weird, they're playing all these pretty good teams, and Jacksonville's a team that absolutely shred them um, yardage-wise. But yeah, Lockett still you, DK. Yeah, you read DK's out. You can't not play Lockett. Um, they've been terrible against the run. The Giants. Walker's going off. Yeah, they've been really bad against the run. Like they just give up gashes of 40, 30, 50 yards constantly to to anybody who plays running back against them. And you would so, think yeah, teams would still, I, you know, you know, stick to that and just keep running it down their throats. They don't do it. Some for some reason teams abandon the run in the second half against the Giants. It's like we have some like just magical spell that we that we put on the on teams where we're like, don't run the ball anymore. You're doing too well. Like <laughs> give them a break. You don't want to. Please, I'm just a little it. little baby boy. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. They they taunt them with a little baby voice. I like that. Um, All right. Uh, what about this? How about this? Um, on the on the Giants side. Would you rather play Tom Brady, Daniel Jones, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, or Daniel Jones? Yeah, Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel Jones for sure. Because they're right. Because they don't have options but rushing him. He's probably going to get eighty rushing yards, and there you're just you hoping there's a rushing touchdown somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you on that actually. Uh, you know, Green Bay going up against Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, you know, great defense coming off a of bye week. Plenty of time to. Just figure that out, and uh, Brady just not doing it. So, and on a Thursday night game, who knows? Um, I like Wondell Robinson in this a lot too. I don't know what happened to him last game. He was a target monster in the first half, and I think he got nicked up. And I didn't really see him in the game for the rest of the game, the second half. And if he wasn't, it was very sparingly. Um, but maybe they're just so cautious about their weapons right now because they don't have any of them that they're just like, dude, if you're feeling any type of bad, cause he's not on the injury report now. Uh, but he was a quite, he did get a Q tag during the game then not to be seen again. So they might've just been an abundance of caution, but, um, for the half he did play, Jesus Christ, was he getting targeted like crazy just over and over and over again. Maybe they could pick up someone like a chase Claypool <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, the problem is they actually, I don't know, I don't know why this is possible, but supposedly they don't have a cent of cap room. Like, I, so supposedly they don't even like get them in. Yeah, I, I've I've uh, been reading in like the local Giants papers that they're not how they're they're not starting fifty three man rosters every week because they don't have the money in their cap to actually do it, so they leave more people on the practice squad. And they've been going with like fifty man rosters How does because they would impossible? go over the cap. Because Gettleman saw, did all of these like three to four year, five million dollar contracts. Like he didn't get any stars, but he's like, "Oh, you're a linebacker that isn't very good anymore. Here's five million. You're, you're Jonathan Stewart. Like he paid Jonathan Stewart two million a year." It's like a disgusting contract for Jonathan Stewart when he didn't even when he had absolutely zero left in the tank. Like, oh man, um, yeah, let's pay him as like a top ten running back. Hey, this, that, those were just 
everyone who's sympathetic towards Gettleman, who was like, it was just the coach. Look, he drafted some good players. It's like you realize they can't start a full roster because of the cap face contracts he gave out. Wow. Um, but yeah, like I, I do. Uh, Wandell looks good when he was playing. Like constantly getting open, getting tons of uh, like you know mid range targets, like you know ten, you know eight to ten yards. Um, so uh, yeah, I like him as a play this week on on the Giants. You know, definitely a good flex play. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Him, um, Paris Campbell's been turning it on. Another like low name. Low name I'm yeah. pissed off because. Dee told me who to pick up and play last week, and I told her Paris Campbell. Since I was like, oh, everybody on the waiver wire kind of like Paris Campbell. And I'm like, I have to stop doing that. I got to just pick him up for myself. Self, yep. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Allison asks those questions too, and then always give her answers, and I shouldn't, because then I should do it for myself. Yeah. And <laughs> That's then what you, you get for letting people. your wives play foot fantasy football. Yes. <laughs> there we go. We shouldn't let them. Yes, we shouldn't uh, let them, John. We uh, shouldn't do that. Back in the, back in the house. Yeah. Do not watch Don't your um, say yes to the dress or whatever you're you're doing on your off time, <laughs> ladies. That's what they all do. Uh, and they'll be happy beating us it. in fantasy football. But then you also feel bad. You can't give the advice and then pick the person up because then she'll be like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. Why'd you tell me to pick them up if you were just going to do it? So I've been recent. Because she was in second place. She's, still, she's in second place, so I've been recently just saying – no, when she asked me advice, <laughs> like, I've been telling her no. I was like, "You're in second place. You don't need my advice." Like, exactly. I, there you go. There you go. I'm competing with you. Yeah, you, you now can you can do this on your own. So I gave Allison advice this week was on Sunday when she was like, "Who do I need to pick up and drop?" I'm like, "You probably shouldn't have thought about that on on Tuesday night." Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that you was tell my, her. That was my advice. Um, speaking of John, you didn't pick the. Um, I mean, because I know it's a shit fest. But you did not what? pick the uh, London game this week. Which yeah, is, John. This is the, usually you pick, no, those, you pick those no. over. But I know it's Denver Denver uh, versus Jacksonville, which, by the way, is the lowest. Uh, tickets are only $84. Um, every All the other three games that were played, which were at a different stadium, of course, but still in London, were like 200 bucks minimum for a ticket. But obviously... People are like, we don't want to see this shit fest that you're putting out here. So it, it's pretty it's, sad. It's really, um, it's really sad when even uh, Britain is is tired of Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't even want to see this shit. They they know what they're getting. Like they know they're getting a they're getting yeah. a, a twelve to nine game, and they don't want to see that. Yeah. With that being said, Wilson, please don't screw up uh, Greg Dolchich because that's the only. Uh, option I have left after both of my <laughs> tight ends went down this week. Ah, <laughs> uh, beautiful, beautiful. All right, Jaguars. I mean that's I mean that's actually a decent game to talk to because Jaguars. I mean, with ETN, Christian Kirk, Trevor Lawrence, do you trust them at all versus the Broncos defense, who doesn't allow, besides a random Raiders game, they don't allow more than seventeen points. I was gonna say yeah, like the the, the Denver defense is gonna is definitely a good defense to play because Trevor Lawrence. You know he'll turn the ball over, um, and they're they're pretty stout. But I, I, I'm playing. You can't not play ETN. Like he's involved too much. And now with James Robinson gone, like he is the backfield. He is Queens Boulevard. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to play ETN. I mean, he he's he's yeah, like Anthony said, he's a very um, prime second half candidate to to explode uh, just off of chances alone. I still I don't think he has the, the as good of an infrastructure as Hall or Walker had, or maybe. He's he's kind of on the Pierce level now, I guess. Maybe Pierce just gets featured so much in that offense that that's that's insane. He's getting like Najee Harris touches, better than Najee Harris touches. Um, but yeah, I I always put it to the. I, I told someone like this last week. I was like, "Will you feel more like shit if you sat Travis Etienne and he went off, or would you feel more like shit if you played him and he had like a mediocre game? Like, I'd feel more like shit if I sat him." with what has been going on, what you've been seeing, what ETN doing the past few weeks. Like, I can't, I can't. I feel so much like shit if he went off. Then him mm. go, getting like a, a nine-point game. And I ha- and I played him. I'd be like, fuck it, I played my star. It yeah, there's, there's just not enough full-time running backs to, to sit one that has, that's a, that is talented. Yeah. Um, and there's no off, there's no defense that really requires that i mean maybe bills are the closest thing tampa bay used to be but they've kind of uh went down recently i think their morale's all fucked up yeah they don't don't know what's going on at this point um which is like affecting everybody donta foreman and chubba hubbard fucking just went off yeah i guess the rams have been pretty fucking great against the run too so maybe maybe they'd be one but there's no, I don't think there's anybody that's like this. That's what Tampa Bay was last year, where you just like, oh, I have a running back against Tampa Bay. I, I'm, I'm thinking twice about playing them. Yeah, they don't want to go to team defenses for a second. And we're gonna see uh, defensive yards allowed because I think, yeah, like like you said, like last year versus uh, the the Buccaneers, it was not, yeah, the Bills only allowing 76 yards per game on the ground. Uh, second, second is uh, 49ers with 91, Chiefs with 92, but that's mainly because they, you know, people got to throw against them. And then the Titans with 96. So those are the only four teams with under 100 rushing yards allowed per game. Yeah, and I feel like some of those, like Titans and Chiefs, if you have a running back that could catch the ball, you're not very afraid of not playing it. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't be. Yeah, I, I'm 100% with you on that one. And, and a lot of people abandon the run against the Chiefs. Yeah, and I guess same. I guess same with the Bills too, right? Um, I think yeah, for sure. Good, they have a good defense, and they do have a good defense. But I'm pretty sure they also abandon the run as well. Yeah, little column A, little column B. But yeah, you gotta play them again. I'm I'm gonna be starting Dolchich this in this game. Why not Bellinger and uh, Joe, Joker are out? So he's up. He's right there with. A Hayden Hurst start, or yeah, even the backup for the Browns, Bryant isn't the worst play. And we're we're assuming Wilson's playing, right? Like, I, yeah, I, I don't think he's not going to go to, you know, he's got a letter, he's got he's got a ride in uh, London. Like he can't. Yeah, this is this is like Wilson stage. Man, what? Yeah. Man, it's getting to the point. Like we used to really love Wilson, and now like I I, I feel like I can't fucking stand Russell Wilson right now. And it's not just due to fantasy. I just think it's like. The dumb shit well, that's been happening since he was traded to the even fucking Even Subway Broncos. dropped his signature sandwich. 
The Danger Witch. That was a really good commercial, though, because it was it was yeah. like the corniest guy doing corny things. It seemed kind of like self-aware for one second in his life. Yeah, but it's the analogy we used uh, last week. Right. The Step Brothers. Like it never seemed weird with him when he w- we were just like, oh, he's just corny. Who yeah. cares? When he was a uh, really good, and then we stopped being good. We're like. Now all the stories seem fucking weird. Like now, now <laughs> they're just piling up. up. Right. Everybody's coming out against him. Um, I've what was it that that was? What was the um, the Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman were talking together, and they said that when they call him, like to try to talk, like you know, say anything nice to him, or like get the championship team back together, whatever. He like refers them to his manager to like get the word to that. They're like, oh, talk, yeah, you, my manager will help you out, kind of thing. Oh so, my like, god! Just like even big times as his own teammates that he won a Super Bowl with. Like, wow. everyone's just like coming out with a story about like, yeah, this guy might actually just kind of be an ass. He might not be like a. Uh, we thought he was like the god loving nerd, and he might be like a phony. Just an absolute phony. They like big fat phony. You stay, you stay long enough, you become the villain, right? There you go. So just so I'm still starting Sutton, and I'm still starting, uh, I guess Dolchich, because Al- Albert, poor little, poor Alberto hasn't been seen in, in two games and, uh, since Dolchich has been the starter. It's it's somewhat possible that this could be Jerry Judy's last game as a Bronco. Uh, had a good game last week. There's been lots of chatter about him possibly being traded. And again, maybe the maybe the Packers. Who knows? Um, we'll pick him up. He's very fast, but he looks fucking really good uh, last week. I'd so. love I'd love to get Judy on the team on the Giants. Well, they don't have the They'd cap have to space do an for NBA it. type trip tra- trade <laughs> where you match salaries. It's like you give a draft pick, but you also match, match salaries. Salary, Here's yeah. a second, and we're going to have to match salaries. <laughs> then work some shit out here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it's tough not to play Judy and and uh, and Sutton. But what do we think about the running backs? Murray, Gordon, sit them both. I don't think I don't think anything. Don't play any. Sit them both. I know it's a bad defense. It is a bad defense, but. but Who's getting the carries? I I would have to play Murray if I played any of them because he gets yeah the- he looked the better of the two versus the Jets if, I would say if he right. gets goal line carries so uh, that's really what matters in this offense. I will make it a three for three if forced to play one of their running backs. It's Latavius Murray over Melvin Gordon. All right, uh, not happy about it, but he'll probably he might get a touchdown. And, so then, and, I, and I said Denver defense I think is a good play this week. Um, what else we got, John? That third game. Uh, let's go to the Patriots at the Jets. Pat's defense was looking real nice, but then somehow got torched by the Bears, which they, doesn't make any sense. They no one was spying Justin Fields. Like they just let him fucking run amok, amok, uh, on on them. I don't know what it was. Like it was awful. No one, no one was watching him, and they just let him run. I mean, yeah, Judon had like three and a half sacks on him or some shit. But uh, when it came to like a like a a busted player who was moving around, like there was just no one in the, in the middle of that field, just not letting him do it, and he just continued to do it over and over. Third and fifteens, like he was getting fucking twenty something plus yards. It was stupid. Real a little stupid. credit to the coaching staff; they had ten days to figure out what 
the average viewer, uh, what we saw, which was, you don't have a good quarterback, so you might as well run him. Like, just stop trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Let the fucker run. Do the, I mean, it's what Dayball's done with Daniel Jones. It's what I guess any good coach would do with a bad quarterback right. that's endlessly athletic. Justin Fields is wildly athletic. But, just let him be an athlete. Yeah. It's like, it's just surprising yeah. that someone like Belichick usually could game plan for that. And especially he's really good at like second half like adjustments yeah. and there was no adjustment to it. So I, I think I it's know. hard to game plan because they never use them. I mean, fields always scrambled, but they never like design shit for him. No in that offense yet. It's just, well, it was weird. Are you not this week because he has a tough matchup, but are you looking at him as a possible fantasy guy? If they're going to let him run or is that too risky for you? I mean, it's stash him on the bench, see how, like, how it works out, how the offense shakes out. Yeah. yeah. Not I mean, Dallas, but... I mean, like... Miami, Detroit, ours, Atlanta, the next three games. That's pretty... <clears throat> Detroit is definitely a week where, you know, you're still having some bye weeks coming up. Like, so that might be a play. Like, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And he also gets them the second... Yes, you get them in the second to last week of the year. So that's championship week. That'd be ballsy to play uh, fields. Yeah, it would. Uh, versus Detroit, really but no, yeah, I, I could see him uh, versus Detroit getting uh, what ten points on the on ten fifteen rushing points from rushing, you know, with the yards and a touchdown. You know, give me a seven more in the air because <laughs> uh, he's pretty shit. But yeah, that's that's solid twenty points, twenty two points. Um, <laughs> all right, I can't talk about him too much longer. But all right, New England. Mac Jones gets interception, gets benched. Uh, Belichick says that was always the plan to to play Zappy. Yeah, that that sounds like some shit. That sounds that, like some shit. Uh, that that's not that's not a real that wasn't real. Um, what do we think? What's going on there? Um, do we think Jones is going to be the quarterback next uh, this week versus the Jets, or is it going to be Zappy? Um, I don't know. Whoever it is, though, I probably, I mean... We're not playing either really, of them, right? You're not enthused about any of their passing options against the Jets, because Jets actually have a good defense. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Parker's going to get, maybe he'll get an odd deep ball here and there. Um, like, you're still playing Stevenson. Yeah, um... I that's, don't, that's really the only guy I'd be excited to play about. That is... The, that the is... That one worries me, though, because, like... When just when you get comfortable with the a running back in New England, <laughs> uh, Belichick's like, nah, uh, Damien Harris for the entire game. Like, it, it, you know, you can't get comfortable when it comes to uh, to having a running back in, in uh, New England. Now, yes, Stevenson, you have him, you're playing him, obviously. But I, I just, I, I feel totally unsettled, and I, I feel like it was going to be more of an equal share until Damien Harris got in the field. And dropped a pass. The moment he dropped an easy pass, he went immediately off the field, and you barely saw him after that. So will he get? Can't be doing that. Will he get second chances again this week? Like, will it be more closer to like a you know a sixty forty split? It's very possible, and that terrifies me as a as a owner of uh, Ramondre Stevenson in one league. So still playing him, not playing Damian Harris, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just worried. Just just keep a, keep an alert that Belichick likes to pull this shit. With his running backs, we all know. Uh, 
I'm not as worried as you are. He's he's been looking real good running the ball. Yeah, and he's a good receiver. Like I think he had like eight receptions yes uh but yesterday. So really good out of the backfield, like catching passes. So I, I like it. Uh I'm just worried. On the Jets side though, Zach Wilson is kryptonite to wide receivers. Um can't play any wide receiver in New in, in uh in New York. I think they're all uh I think they all they're all on strike now with Elijah Moore. Well, Elijah one. Moore's going to be back. So. <laughs> back from the strike. They're all, I don't know. I think, I think they're all going to go on they, strike. They settled. They, you know, they had some they sat down at the, the at those big tables. They hashed out a deal. And he's going to be back this week. I think <laughs> those big tables. Zach Wilson is Marcus Mariota, but he can't run. That's he can what, run. That's what it feels, he, he, that's what it feels also, like, though. I realize Zach Wilson just likes to spin. Every time he avoids a sack, he spins three times well, and, because, then gets cru- and then gets crushed anyways. Well, because that's what you would do. <laughs> because that's what you would do in Madden. And when you did it in Madden, when the person hit you, they would just fly off you. So maybe that's why he did it. But past two weeks, 121 yards on uh, 16 completions. Week before that, 110 yards on 10 completions. 210 yards on 14 completions. Uh, yeah, it's it's not great for wide receivers. He hasn't thrown a touchdown since the. The first week of uh, uh, October. Yeah. So, I mean, Michael Carter is like a flex play. I wouldn't play James Robinson yet either. Really? You don't think James Robinson yet? I mean, he got traded yesterday, has all week to learn the uh, the playbook. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, you know, landed in San Francisco like at like midnight on Friday, like Thursday into Friday, well, and like was playing. It's also Christian McCaffrey. No, I know yeah, that, but I think I think he a also whole didn't play that much. I know, but I think a whole week. I think you have an opportunity, but I. I'm not saying I'm playing. I'm just saying he's gonna he's gonna be in the game. I don't know how I feel about Michael Carter though. I just the Zach Wilson. I just doesn't have a lot of confidence getting the receivers the ball. I don't know what they're gonna do this week. I think it's gonna be a tough game for the Jets. I mean, he's doing enough to get wins, but yeah, I agree. It's gonna be low scoring, low scoring game. It's gonna be a slog. It's just gonna be it's gonna be rough without Brees Hall on that field this week. This week, because like again, I I just gonna, it's need to bring James Robinson up to speed. It's gonna be rough. So I don't like any of the Jets. Yeah, players I this agree. Week. I think we're gonna get some good Michael Carter this week, and it does suck because a lot of people probably put wave, big waivers in for Michael Carter, and then. Mm. I still like him. I still think his value is higher than before. Because I don't think James Robinson is going to be the solo guy there. Just my two cents. No, yeah, for sure not. I don't think so. Anyways, let's go on to, uh, let's see. Um, I mean, we already kind of talked about the Bucks. All right, yeah, let's go Ravens at Bucks. Uh, Rashad Bateman didn't practice today at all. Got the questionable tag in. Very concerning. Same injury as uh, the past two weeks that kept him out. So, kind of concerned about his status going forward. I don't think Mike, Mark Andrews practiced either. But I know it's only Tuesday. Um, but still. So, you know, another, uh, another, another concern to, you know, be worried about is Andrews not practicing. Um, another very run-heavy game plan like last game. Yeah, the Gus bus. Talking about a guy who comes back uh, and they're bus. just like, hey, fuck it, just get in there. Uh, you didn't see that many snaps, but the snaps you saw, you pretty much got the ball and you ran it, and you looked really good. Very excited for Gus Edwards. But yeah, I mean, look, if 
they can follow the same game plan that Carolina just did versus Tampa Bay, that can be very successful. And if you have a multitude of running backs that can run the ball, like, why not? Why not do that? Including Lamar Jackson. What do we think of Gus Bus for the rest of the season? Is he an RB2, or are we still hesitant about that backfield? No. Or, oh, they love Gus Bus back there. They love him. Did they they're they're so excited. weird that they like Gus Bus a lot more than Dobbins, even when Dobbins yep. was, was healthy for a week? It is, weird. Weeks. it is weird. It is very weird. I mean, because Dobbins is really good. Not saying Gus Bus isn't bad, but it's just weird. But this is like, we have now, what, three years of history that when Gus Bus is healthy, they're just like, I think this is our guy, right? Like we, he he just like seems to chew up yards for that offense, even when Dobbins in his rookie season seemed a little seemed better for sure. Well, he's got a good nickname. I mean that that helps. That's what it is, yeah, it really helps. So okay, I feel, yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, can't I can't see another reason why? No, nah, but he, he's good. I like I, I like we've always liked Gus Edwards on this uh, yeah on this podcast so. I got some buys. I'll be starting him even against Tampa Bay. Not my favorite matchup, but um, another week removed from injury. You know, I feel like he got he didn't. It's not like he wasn't used, and he just got two touchdowns. He got some carries, right? Like no, sixteen. Right? Yeah, he got sixteen carries in his first week back. It was on like twenty something snaps too. Like it was literally yeah. when he was in the game, he was getting the ball. Yeah, so I I like to, I like him for twenty carries this game, um, and hopefully just another touchdown, maybe a couple of receptions. He's not a guy that couldn't receive the ball. He's he's not uh, he's not the biggest receiving threat, but what I will say is in the past three seasons, or I guess twenty twenty one, notwithstanding, because he was hurt, he's averaged five yards or carry five yards per carry or better. So the dude is efficient with his run. So. Sure. And yeah, and really, you know, this is the decision coming down the pike between him or Dobbins. And now that decision is kind of out of your hands. Not a bad option to have for the rest of the season. I, I wouldn't be ecstatic. There's going to be some games where he, what, gets 15 rushes for 50 yards, and that's all he gets when he does score a touchdown. Yeah, because you got to worry about Lamar Jackson. And there's always a, always a threat is Lamar Jackson vulturing a touchdown from your running back. Yeah. Or Drake, or Justice Hill, maybe. Justice Hill, or or um. Harper is gonna hardball. I don't even think Dobbins is gonna be play again this year, to be honest. Me neither. Yeah, I think they're just gonna sit unless they may. I think they're gonna sit him, and maybe maybe he'll show up in the playoffs if they make it. If yeah. they make it, um, on the Tampa Bay side, uh, look, I know you always hate Fournette, but he gets. And it was a bad game last week, but besides that, he's been pretty consistent with getting receptions. Um, I really think Carolina game plan for him. I kept seeing someone with him. Uh, Baltimore could do that; it could really limit him. Uh, other than that, I mean, what Mike Evans is the guy getting the most of the looks, right? Yeah, Chris Godwin's um, getting on the board. He's not getting <laughs> under ten points, and he still like is lacking in touchdowns. But, you know, he's getting a shit ton of receptions. Yeah. He's just not getting a lot of yards. He sh- seems to be their short yardage guy right now. So, yeah, so Brady threw 49 passes last week. 28 of them went to either Godwin or Evans. So that's 15 targets for Evans, 13 for Godwin. Uh, that guy, oh, what's, what the hell is that? Uh, the new the tight end that came in from Brady, uh, Cade o- Oten? Yeah. 
He had uh, he had himself uh, four receptions for 64 yards. So if you're desperate for a tight end. Dart throw, sure. I think there's some a bunch of names ahead of him as dart throws, but he's one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this offense isn't performing, but the fantasy players aren't terrible. Like, Evans is still getting his. Godwin is still a wide receiver three. It's a lack not of touchdowns. Not electric, but yeah. There's no touchdowns to be had in this, in this offense. They get into the red zone, they just shit the bed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the key, right? Because a lot of these numbers don't look too bad if you add some touchdowns in them. Yep. Um, like Godwin, you know, seven for forty-three, six for ninety-five, six for sixty-one, seven for sixty. No, those numbers don't sound too bad, but no, there's no touchdowns in Godwin any has, of the yeah. games. Yeah, so, that's Godwin that's like has zero like touchdowns. Wide receiver three, like 10, 12 points a game, no matter what, but. Yeah, zero, yeah. zero for Godwin all year. Three for Evans. Should have had four. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not great in uh, in Tampa with those with those lack of touchdowns. All right, um, and then I mean, let's go to for our final game: the Cardinals at the Vikings. Uh, we kind of already shit on the Cardinals for a little bit. I mean, we said some good. We said some good things about the Cardinals. Yeah, well, uh, they're playing at one o'clock, so the Viking Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson should be fine. Uh, thank, thank God. Yeah, seriously, fucking. <laughs> There's a couple times in my two QB league where I've almost played Davis Mills over Kirk Cousins when he doesn't play at one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame you. It's it's a it's the weirdest like stat but yeah play at one o'clock kirk and you, you'll do just fine weird um so basically cardinals the offense with deandre hopkins it's just it's just him as a receiver not you can't play anyone else until brown comes back well or, i mean just are you talking about as a, a receiver, receiver as a receiver yeah a wide receiver or a receiver because i i still play Ertz. oh yeah yeah as a wide receiver. Yeah. Those other, like, dart throw guys that are in the, you know, they think, oh, maybe he'll be a good flex. There are some situations where you might have to play Rondell more, but I'm not happy about it. He looked, that first drive of the game, getting that 31-yard reception, looked like it was going to be a start, like, but, like I said, I mentioned before, but ended up being terrible. That was the only pass he caught. Um, that's Those are the worst, where, like, you're, where your guy gets a, big play on the first drive of the game like all right that's a good base we get we can build a solid game out of this and then get nothing and then nothing um what's also worse it or just as bad as like the mike evans where he drops a sure long touchdown in the first quarter (laughs) so you're like ah the rest rest of the game like i should have had 12 points more than this this fucking sucks well you also thought they're like oh man this offense is gonna be explosive this game they're gonna they're gonna put up a ton of points and then drop three points uh that that's sort of what I was getting at it when he when he dropped that I'm like oh there'll be plenty more points to be had didn't happen mm-hmm. um on the running backs for the Cardinals um if James Conner comes back are we still playing Eno Benjamin do we still feel comfortable playing Eno kind I mean I don't know he he's looked like the best the better running back even when Conner's been healthy. Yeah, I'm gonna lean Eno over Connor this week, and I want to, I'm gonna like if I had to pick one, I'd play Eno Benjamin, and then obviously 
I could be wrong and we go from there. But like, if I had yeah. pick one, I'm going Eno. I think I keep him in my lineup one more week if I have him. Yeah. See what happens. And on the Minnesota side, we obviously like Kirk Cousins this week, one o'clock. We like Jefferson, they're coming off bye week. Dalvin Cook has been looking better, getting decent runs. Um, and the one player I would touch on is Adam Thielen. Also seems to be getting a lot more targets and a lot more involved in this offense. We play not quite the Adam Thielen of two years ago. No, but you know he's also thirty-two years old now. So better than last year. You know, last you know he started off pretty weak, but you know, seven, eight, nine, seven, eight targets. You know, not getting a ton of volume, but good enough. Like, is he? Would you rather play Thielen or Rondell Moore? Just uh, Thielen. Yeah. I'm with well, why would I even want it? Why would I think about Rondell Moore? All right, Thielen or Paris Campbell. Mm. They not Thielen because I don't know what Ellinger. Yeah, yeah, Thielen. Yeah. Thielen or Chris Godwin. 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 Probably Godwin. Trying to get a good one here. It's kind of crazy that they na- named Ellinger the starter for the rest of the season. Instead, was like, you know what? <laughs> they were like, fuck. Started- <laughs> they were like, fuck it. Yeah. It's not just like, you know, it's like he's starting next game. He's like, you know, we're just taking it week by week. He's starting next game. So, so, just, just stonewall him like I, that. So it's funny because, like, I know he's not going to what we were just talking about. Um, but what if Ellinger goes down? They already, like, Ryan's bench for the season. Do they do they play someone else? Do they grab someone off the practice squad? And they're like, nah, but Ryan, you're still fucking sitting. You fucked up. And why be so forceful about it? It's not Matt Ryan has been bad, but he hasn't been the sole contributor to the to like that team being a disappointment. I feel seriously, like. yeah. I mean, like that not- line has been pretty awful too. Maybe you blame some of that on Matt Ryan, but it's not like they're running the ball at all. Yeah, they run the ball. They haven't run the ball well. Uh, he's been sacked twenty four times. He has thrown nine <laughs> interceptions. Um. Like but he fumbles. comes there thinking like, "Oh, I'm an old guy, but that's okay because I, I'm going to have a really good line and a very good running back." And then he gets there, and, and the whole house is on fire, and he's like, "Wait, what the hell? They <laughs> have the worst line in the league, and like my generational running back is, is is like now just a regular running back." Let's see what he. Um, I think he he's he's fumbled the ball a couple times too, hasn't he? Like pretty badly. I think he's had a lot of fumbles mm. this year. Uh, I can't find the, the stat, but look, um, it, it's just weird. Like I don't know what happens, uh, it, and this can be this can be very interesting for the uh, Indianapolis Colts going forward. Like, who is this quarterback going to mesh with the most? Right? Like, is it going to be Paris Gamble? Is it going to be Michael Pittman? Is it going to be Alec Pierce? Like, who is he going to find? Like, I think we're going to find out quickly in this game. I think who he's going to sort of gravitate to. And I'm hoping it's Michael. I mean, I would assume it's going to be Michael Pittman no matter what. And then it's just really the second option of Campbell or Peters. You think Frank Reich is just telling him to get Pittman the ball? And get I mean, he's just, he's just by far the best receiver, so it's going to be... Yeah, but that's what I mean. Sometimes it's just, you know, someone just find, you know, they get a connection. You know, like... All right, Thielen or Campbell or uh, Pierce. I play Thielen just, be, just because of the quarterback situation. We don't know what we're getting yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Again, other there's a lot of players I'd go over all of those guys, but yeah, 
But we just for the it. purpose of this exercise. But exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah, bench sure. guys and a waiver guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for for that exercise. Um, it is it is really weird though that they're just like you're bench for the season. I I I'm I guess that I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, do they have a third string running? Oh, oh, that's right. Nick Foles is their their backup after that. So yeah, so Matt Ryan's done. He's really yeah. done because you know Nick Foles is gonna come in and take him to the playoffs. Take Nick Nick. It's gonna happen. Nick Foles is gonna take <coughs> take the Colts to the playoffs. We're just choking on Big Dick Nick's Big Dick. <laughs> yeah, Nick. yeah, I got too excited for him. Um, is that was that the last game, John? Uh, yeah, that was the that was the fifth oh, one. Of course, sure. Vikings. All right. I mean, I also had 49ers at Rams on it, but then we talked about Broncos and Jags, so I ixnade that one. Um, Anymore? I got one other one other guy to look out for before we do this. Not a play this week, but I just want to remind everybody. Van Jefferson uh, coming off IR this week. 800 yards last year in an offense that didn't really feature him had Odell Beckham uh, 800 yards receiving. I, I'd look, I'd look for him. I think he's going to easily be the wide receiver too in the Rams. Might be a spark plug for that offense. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely looked good last year. So I, just a uh, guy that pro- people probably forgot was even in the league because he's. Was on like the weird eight week IR. We'll just see um, if the Rams offense can actually get it together and get the ball to someone else besides Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean he's their slot guy. Just a you know good player to have if your offense is shitty and you need some kind of. Put him on your bench if you have a spot. Put him on your bench. Yeah, yeah. At least in one of our leagues, he's gotten picked up already. Makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, like I said, show he shows he has talent. And he plays on an offense that should be better than it is. So, all right, John. All right. Well, now it's time for the final segment of the show. It's the boys of the week. All right. Um, so last week Anthony won. So Yay! you get to go first. All right. You know what's the great thing about this? I didn't do any of my homework. Um. For this, so I'm gonna go with a. I'm actually, you know, I'm gonna go to Rams wide receiver, uh, Ben Skorenik. Skorenik, I think I said that right. Um, mm-hmm. Wide receiver, um, thirteen targets the past two weeks. Uh, you know, the Rams played, not getting a ton of yards, but doing better. You know. Than expected, and I could see him continuing to be in the offense. He did have a rushing attempt last week, uh, last game uh, for 17 yards and a touchdown. So, first touchdown of the season. I could see him getting another, you know, getting you another 10, 11 points this week and being a decent flex play. His time might be coming to an end with the returner, Van Jefferson. Jefferson it, may be, it may be, but, uh, you know, just coming off IR. So, it may take a little bit for Van Jefferson to get back. All right, uh, I was second, so my first boy will be Dontrell Hilliard versus the Texans. Uh, he's going to get like four receptions. One's going for a touchdown. Texans are really bad at defense, so. <laughs> Texans are really just bad basic, at defense. Just going for a possibly garbage time receiving touchdown. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for a bunch of real deep boys this week. I'm gonna try something new. All guys that aren't gonna be on your fantasy team. 
forever be on your fantasy team that I think just might have good games. Um, Do it. Because, you know, Deep Boy City, why not? I'm not even going to play for the win. I'm playing for the for the glory. Um, Quez Watkins, let's start there. Nice. He does not have 100 yards on the season, but he's going to get that this game. Uh, he's going to break one for 70 and another for 40. Uh you know, Quez Watkins, he's, they're going against a uh, really pitiful Pittsburgh secondary. So here we go. Start with Quez. Uh, what I do want to mention, um, last week, I remember we made a joke about um, having Nicole Hardman as one of our boys. Oh, uh, man. Three touchdowns. Um, just so, yeah. Uh, yeah, sort of sort of whipped on that one. Never going to get that back ever again. That's never, that'll never happen ever again. Um, so maybe the deep boys are the way, or the you know, Michael Michael Hardman had two games over ten points in a row before that outburst. Okay, still never getting three touchdowns again. Um, no, I'm gonna Not, go. A lot of players will never get three touchdowns. That is true. I'm gonna go with a wide receiver who uh, had a decent game last week due to the fact that a uh, wide receiver was taken out due to concussion protocol, but not actually having a concussion. Um, I'm gonna go with Khalif Raymond. Uh, wide receiver for the Lions, who had six targets, uh, five receptions for 75 yards, and two rushing attempts for 20 yards. Um, pretty interesting. So I can see him getting you another, like I said, 12, 13 points. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll grab a touchdown. The Lions should hopefully get back on track versus Miami this week, I think, at home. That's a pretty bold statement for a one-win team, but all right. Not back on track, like, to win. Back on track to score some points. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> That makes a bit more sense. Yeah. Um, all right. My second boy will be a uh, pretty deep boy. Not going to be on your roster, but Olamides Zacchaeus. Nice. For, I believe, the second time this season will be one of my boys. Uh, Carolina was just riding the um, – our team traded away our best player, so we have to play really hard uh, thing. This week's going to be different. The defense is going to give up a lot of points, so I'm going Zacchaeus. You'll get one touchdown in 75 yards. All right. I'm going to go with a guy who uh, has not hit the 80-yard mark for the season rushing, but he is a running back, uh, and he has played every game, so it's not like he hasn't had an opportunity. But, you know, he's got he's got over 100 yards receiving. I'm going to go Samaj P. Ryan against the uh, awful Cleveland rush defense, but I do I just think the, the offense is humming in, in uh, Cincinnati. They're going to get out to a uh, a good lead by the second half and um, eat some clock with Samaj P. Ryan. I like him to punch it in in garbage time. Garbage time, punch in. All right, my third boy. I'm going with a third. I'm, I'm doing a trend. So last week was tight ends. This week is wide receivers. I'm going King J. Osborne, wide receiver for the Vikings. We just talked about how Kirk will cook at one o'clock uh, this week. <laughs> And uh, Gage Osborne has not been solid at all this year. He does have one touchdown uh, for, uh, versus the Lions. Eight, eight targets, five receptions for 70 yards that game. I think he's going to find himself the end zone again. And he'll, he'll uh, get his second touchdown of the season. I like Kirk will cook at 1 o'clock. That, right. That's like, I think what he I did, tells, I did not enjoy tells that. himself and his family um, on, on like. <laughs> We on you know the off season in the summer. Cook Kirk, Kirk will cook at one o'clock. Don't worry, I'll be out there grilling. Just found the name of the show. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, for my third boy, 
I'm also going with a, a KJ. I'm going KJ Hamler from the Broncos. Uh, I don't know why. I feel like this is just going to be a shootout in London. Uh, the early morning games have been really good. I think it's the uh, whatever, the jet stream, whatever. Russell Wilson won't underthrow a lot of receivers. And uh, KJ Hamler will catch a deep one. He's going to call it one of those underthrown balls. Um, I mean, maybe Wilson will look his way too. Finally, <laughs> for my final boy, I'm going to go to the backup tight end on a team that's not very, very, <laughs> very good. Um, Lovely, Dan Arnold. On the other side of the Bengals and uh, Cleveland matchup, I'm going to go Harrison Bryant. You know, Jacoby Brissett was really starting to love Njoku. He was the number one receiving option on that offense for a few weeks now. Um, he's just going to say, well, I'm, I, I'm not going to switch up my style right now. I might as well just throw it to this other guy, Harrison Bryant. I think Harrison Bryant is a good spot start before the bye week. Seven catches, 75 yards. I think he's a good – I think he actually is not – maybe these other two boys were maybe a little facetious of boys – I think Brian's kind of a good play. Oh, look at that. Interesting. Interesting goal. I'm glad you're taking the boy seriously. I told I'm trying something new. I I I'm in I ended up in last place playing seriously. So I'm trying something new. I'll take a victory. Hayden Hurst again. The second victory I have with Hayden Hurst as my tight end. I should have went for a three for, but let it be. Yeah, uh, you I mean your thing this year is you're just picking the same boy. Yeah, you're just picking Regular starters. I had to pick Hayden Hurst. First off, I had to pick Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst was never uh, a solid person. I picked him on two revenge games, which you should love, John. And he and he paid off on both those revenge games. I do. I do love a narrative. Do I? Right? Exactly. Um, when it's well, yeah. When it's too late to do camp like standout games because it's too late <laughs> in the season, then you might as well just lay your hat on revenge games. Gotta go for revenge games. Um, all right. Anything else before we wrap it up? No. All right. Well. Yeah. Well, with that, you you could find us at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter. We're answering all your fantasy football questions. Uh, this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and download. It is available on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you could find podcasts. Just search for Fantasy Lens. And with that, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>